Hey, this is Zach. And this is Vina. And welcome to Our Uncommon Life. This is a podcast where we talk all things marriage, business, food, and travel. And why the way we do those things make us so different. If I could turn back time. Oh my God. If I could find. Don't you love that song? It's an 80s song, right? Oh my God, Zach. 80s? Yeah. My memory wasn't developed until maybe the late 80s. You've got to remember that. Well, I mean, technically it wasn't, I mean, 21, right? Is when your brain's fully developed, 21 or 22. So you would have been like 2001. (laughs) You're just a little peanut back in the 80s. Yes. Yes. I know that song. Sorry. I had to throw that jab in there a little bit. I just was excited that today we're going to talk about time. Yes. Yes. Time. And we all wish that we could find ways to turn it back and find extra time in our lives, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think you know, one of the coolest ways to figure out how to um, how to do that is, is like learning from other people's mistakes and tips and tricks from what they do and why they do it. So yeah. that's like one of the best things. So, so it's not by listening to all of Cher's songs? No, unfortunately. Is that Cher? <laughs> I can't. I'd like to apologize. Everyone, on behalf of my very green and naive husband that doesn't know his musical pop trivia. The only sure song I know is that Do You Believe in... Oh, Jesus, please don't get that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, that was Cher, yes. And I was like, oh, this is horrible. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I did not know. Cher, the queen. Yeah, I did not. Oh, my gosh. Anyways, yes, that was Cher. So, today we're talking about time. Yep. Per listener request. Per, yeah, we did have a listener. Um to ask me like kind of how we run like our household, how we mm-hmm. do the things we do, why we do the things we do. And when we, when Zach and I started talking about it, it was, we do the things we do because we want to open up time so that we can do other really cool things. Right. Exactly. So that's kind of the path we're going to go down today. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, it's not necessarily like other really cool things like other businesses or travel. It's just the freedom to do what we want. Like, take a nap. I'm not a napper. (laughs) I'm definitely a napper. This is why we do well in marriage. (laughs) You are something, I am the other thing. I'm like, get up, it's been 10 minutes. And you're like, just take a nap. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyways, so what do you think is like one of our biggest ways that we save time? Outsourcing. Outsourcing. Yeah. Oh. Definitely outsourcing. Love it. Mm-hmm. Please elaborate, Mr. Bodie. Well, outsourcing <laughs> to me, like, it's funny because it was like started as like a selfish thing as a kid mowing the neighborhood, like people's lawns. You know, my dad would go around and get me, oh, so-and-so needs their lawn mowed for $23 for the week. So like, you're going to go over there and do that. And I'm like, I hate mowing the lawn. So it started out being completely selfish. I swore as a kid that I would never mow my own lawn. And to this day, I have never mowed my own lawn. That's and I'm true. super proud of that. He's sm- if you could I'm- see him, I wish we had a video <laughs> podcast right now. He looks like a little kid. He's grinning yes, from ear to Yes, it's like ear. I got away with something. I'm like, ha you know. But I think it's it's been, I mean, my adult life. So I'm 36 
haven't mowed my lawn or anybody else's super important to note. (laughs) But yeah, so outsourcing services like lawn mowing um, gets me back an hour and a half a week. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's something that we talked about early on in our marriage. First of all, you're also allergic to cut grass, so your allergies and yeah, things would not, like, I'm not go bananas. Over and die. But still, like, nobody, that just, just doesn't feel good. Everybody's allergic to cut grass. Anyways, so, um, it's something you talked to me about Stop when we first. medical excuses. <laughs> we started talking about this very early in our marriage, obviously, right before we bought our first house, and yeah. you had mentioned that. And I was like, yeah, like I'm down with that. We can find a, a lawn service. But back when we were in our first house, my uncle and cousin have a lawn service. Yeah. So like, that's easy. Like, we'll do that. And in, the thing that I noticed is with Zach working so, so much, especially, gosh, back then. I mean, you still work a lot now yeah. when things go crazy. But back then, it was like hustle mode. Like, you were working all the time. It was one less thing I had to nag you about. Right. Zach, the lawn, you haven't mowed the lawn, pick up the leaves, do the this, do the that. Like, I didn't have to worry about it. We could actually spend time together on a Sunday and go to brunch and go run errands and be together instead of... Right. Zach's got to be out doing lawn work for two hours. Exactly. So, lawn mowing. Definitely an easy one. And honestly, it's not that expensive. No, what is it? Twenty three bucks a week. Twenty five bucks a week. Maybe thirty, depending it, where you're at. How big your gone, lawn is. Yeah, mm-hmm. it might have gone up a little bit because of gas prices. But regardless, I mean, really, for an hour and a half back a week, if you split your week into, you know, you have forty hours of work, you have forty hours of free time. Um, I wish I had forty hours of work, but or forty hours of free time. I should say it that way. <laughs> that was a game, like um, eighty hours. And then of work. you're supposed to you're supposed to sleep a third of your time as well, right? Mm-hmm. So. Does that math add up? Yeah. I don't know. You're better at math than I am. Again, something that you you do and I do not do. Quick math. Huh. He's huh. going to have to try to figure it out. We might have to pause the podcast episode because it'll oh drive him crazy. Yeah, this is driving me crazy. <laughs> Anyways, crazy. there's a lot so, of yeah. time spent on other activities. So like, why not try to get back the hour of your life? And honestly, sometimes lawn mowing turns into other things, turns into mm-hmm. other things. And no, just... Just don't do it. Right. Outsource right. it. Like like uh, blowing out our sprinklers is a great example of that too. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I did that actually last year and I've done it one other time for us because I have the air compressor to do it, but it's a half a day event for me. Mm-hmm. So that's, let's say four hours. Yeah. Um, which is, it would take a professional an hour, you know? So with that four hours, I could be doing other things that I want to. I could be catching up at work. I could be taking one of those nap things that you talk about. <laughs> Um, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, for a relatively low cost, Mm -hmm. so it's going to cost me four hours of time or it's going to cost me a hundred dollars for an hour of somebody else's time. A hundred dollars is a lot of money. I don't want to displace that, but four hours of my life is a significant amount of time that I could be spending with you or spending, you know, doing things that I need to do or want to do. Four hours of experiences, four hours of work, which you charge more than that, you know, yeah. per, so it, it does equate to more. So mm-hmm. that's something that um, we have always done. Um, and piggybacking off of that, about four or five years ago, I was like, wait a minute, Zach doesn't have to mow or do any of the outside stuff, but I'm in here cleaning the tubs? No. Nope. 
I don't want to do that. This is something I don't want to do selfishly. I have actually literally never been a cleaner. Like I'm not good at it. Like I'm one of those people, like I'll start something, then I move to another room and start something over there. Then I move to another room. Then all of a sudden it's been all day and I still don't have one room cleaned and yeah, half the it's just a lot. Yeah. So I just am not great at it. I'm good at straightening. I'm good at like cleaning things up, but I'm not good at like the deep cleaning and I just don't want to do it. And I've always hated it. So um, when I started at a new salon a couple years ago, I was like, I'm going to be way busier over there. So I'm just, I don't want to have to think about this. Mm -hmm. So for the past four and a half years or so, we have had a house cleaner Mm -hmm. and it's involved from, she was coming, we did have a girl coming every other week and the past like probably year and a half, we've had somebody come every week. week. I mean, it is glorious. It is lovely. I don't have to, when I have a day off after working a 13 hour shift, Mm -hmm. I don't have, I have to worry about maybe doing some dishes, but really that's it. I don't have to worry about, oh, I have to vacuum. Oh, I have to go clean the tubs or the showers. And it's so nice to get that off my brain. Or like when you get home and things are just clean and nice, Mm -hmm. like it feels good. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm like, oh, the cleaner came today. That's great. I know. So, I love that feeling on Wednesdays. You walk in. And she also, she actually does our, she'll fold our laundry too and change our... That's a huge thing for Oh us. my yeah. gosh, that's great. So we basically, like, I'll do all the laundry and just have it in the basket because that's yep. the easy part, throwing it in the washing yeah. machine. Yep. And then she comes in and she folds it and has it all sitting on the bed yep. ready. It's awesome. Such a time saver. Yeah. You know, and like, one of the things about that too is that you can be really flexible with that. Let's say you can't f- afford a house cleaner once a week. Uh-huh. You know, we're very fortunate that we, we can, we do, we make room in the budget for that. Yes. Um, but if you can only do it once a month, that's fine. Or even once every other month, you know, you can buy back that day of cleaning or that day of rest that you just flat out need Yes. for yourself because it's super important. So like I can't imagine three kids – you know, being a mom or a dad or a couple yeah. or a single parent, how, however it is, and managing all of that. So you that can be a treat for you, plus provide you the space that you need to either A, accomplish different tasks, or B, just go sit back and enjoy. Go to the spa, do something fun for yourself yeah, on that and day. Honestly, like you were saying, like on a budget, like, yes somebody who might just want to do this like once a month or once every other month. It's like, usually I feel like when you get to the busy and thick of it, yes, you can straighten up a pile of magazines or straighten up the bills or whatever, but it's like that deep stuff. It's like, who's even thinking to clean the tops of the fans or the blinds off or the baseboards. It's that stuff that's going to take you all day that you can outsource out for probably not super super expensive. I've never done the once a month thing, but wouldn't that be nice to like not have to do that on a Saturday Mm -hmm. and actually just go enjoy your kids or go and not have to worry about one more thing on your plate. That's like, what's great about outsourcing. Right. Yep. Yes. So outsourcing, excuse me. (laughs) Outsourcing. Zach forgot uh, to learn how to inhale. He just forgot to breathe for a second. Um, It's always funny in like sales meetings because I do that on occasion. I'm like, what? No. I'm like, ooh. Do I say excuse me or do I just That's ignore okay. the fact that I was I talking to somebody yesterday and like a spit bubble came out. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what just happened? Blow bubbles. So yeah, weird things happen. But yeah, outsourcing is one of the hugest things. And um, 
about ready to outsource my dog. <laughs> We're about ready to outsource Oliver. Of course, he wants to make an appearance today because he's being a little stinker. He never so barks like that. he doesn't. So they, and we're back from the... It, <laughs> we outsourced our dog. No, we're just joking. Interruption. Poor, yeah, we, yeah, we outsourced little, the dog. A little pause there. Sorry about that. You know, Oliver, he wants to podcast too, Zach. He's not invited. He's not invited. So the last thing that we probably outsource that's the most time-saving for us is, and I've just started this this year, um, I've been using Instant Cart mm-hmm. for my groceries. Is it Instant Cart or is Instacart? Ooh, Instacart. Insta, yeah. Yeah, like I'm sounding like my mom when she says Pinterest. Oh, yeah, that's instead right. of Pinterest. I forgot she does that. <laughs> so Instacart. Um, so it's grocery delivery. So and yeah. I am obsessed with it because we were going back up and forth um, up north so much this whole winter that like on my drive home, I would put together a grocery cart and then mm-hmm. we'd have groceries on the doorstep by the time we got home and yeah. I didn't have to worry about doing it and I could just start prepping food for the week. So, right. um, and it's a relatively small fee. Don't quote me on what it is because I haven't looked at it in a long time because it's just set up to do it, but it wasn't that expensive. You do have to tip. I don't think right. you have to, but you know, courtesy. So that's probably a little bit of extra money. Um, but I don't have to get in my car, drive to the grocery store, man the grocery store, mm-hmm. be around all the people. Like I get so annoyed. It's like, it is a Monday at 11 a.m. Why is there so many people here? Yeah. <laughs> so I think with people working from home nowadays, like there's just people everywhere. All the time. So it exactly. almost makes your trip even harder because you can never get to the thing you need to get to at the grocery store. Or it's out of stock. Or it's out of stock, especially nowadays, yep. yeah. So, I mean, it's been a huge game changer yep. for me. Um, and again, not a relatively low fee. Right. So, I've well, loved I, it. I love this one um, because, I mean, it's... I, I mean, I guess we have a couple grocery stores right here in town, mm-hmm. but it's 10 minutes to the grocery store, 10 minutes back, you know, that's 20 minutes of your time. Um, but also, you know, you do add up the gas, you yeah. know, and by the time you pay the fee and the tip, I would assume that, let's say it costs you $10, I would assume that the time it would have taken you to the grocery store, to get to the grocery store, to do the grocery shopping, to come back, whatever little bit of gas it took, even if you went locally. Mm-hmm. Your time at that point is probably worth more than ten dollars, right? Yeah. I mean, they pay, pay they they pay more at most fast food places right now than that. Exactly. So you outsource it. Well, and also let's not forget when you go to the grocery store, how many of us are guilty for putting things in our cart that we don't even need? Oh, that's right. Like I, I will that. go to the grocery store, and it is like. I'm just browsing. I love, I actually love going to the grocery store. So I think this is probably more of a money and time saver for me because I will be like, oh my gosh, I will come home with a cart full of veggies that are going to go bad in like five days. And there's no way I can cook all these veggies, but because they looked beautiful or I thought, oh, I'll add on this meal. And it's like, well, no, silly you know you can only cook a certain amount of times a week so like you're not gonna ever cook that like so i always or there's a cut of beef or cut of meat or oh a snack well there's some chocolate down the aisle i really think i might need that no we don't butter braids and 
Butter Triscuits for me. And Ritter's chocolate squares. Oh, yeah. For me. Yeah. The hazelnut ones. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, like, it saves you money out of there as well. Um, so yeah. the, the time, the fuel, everything about that, to me, that's actually one of the favorite things that we outsource. Yeah. That, that you, you found. And um, I actually kind of like, 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 um, the people that do the Instacart shopping, like they're kind of doing this as a side gig to make more yeah. money or maybe a full-time gig. I know a lot of people that do it as just like, Hey, I have a day off. I'm going to pick up some Instacarts today. So it's like helping people that like. Hey, I'm, I'm trying to hustle. I'm trying to get yeah. some money. And I kind of dig that. And I've had really good experience with Instacart, yeah. my my shoppers. For sure. For I mean, like, part, every so. once in a while, someone will miss the mark. But, like, at the same time, like, the fact that I get a head of romaine lettuce that I necessarily wouldn't have picked or I get regular mm-hmm. instead of organic, it really doesn't change the fact that I didn't have to – we didn't have to go to the grocery store. Yeah. We didn't have to put the gas in our tank. We didn't have to spend the time. We didn't buy anything extra. We just mm-hmm. got what we needed and it showed up at our doorstep and we didn't have to do anything. Yeah. And I will say, I will say, I am not a recipe follower when I cook. So maybe that's more detrimental. Like uh, if you're a yeah, recipe yeah. follower, like when I cook, I'm just cooking like protein, veggies, whatever. Like yeah, I, I'm like, a, kind of I kind of open up the fridge and go, what can I create? Where some people have like a set list of like, recipes that they're making that week that might so if something calls for cilantro and you get parsley which is that's probably one of the things that happened to me once actually oh, yeah, yeah. um but yeah um that might change a recipe up a little bit but for the, like that's only happened maybe twice and i've yeah. been doing this for two or three months yeah so no it's overall it's been a really yeah. good experience and like you said like it's just the biggest the biggest um I think it's the biggest impact thing we outsource. Yeah, I love it. And um, I think I have like a code. So I will put that in the show notes. So if anybody wants to try Instacart, um, I'll put a little code in the show notes to see if you yeah. get. And yeah, there's always like the codes and the right. little discounts if you refer get $5 people. $5 off. So, yeah. yeah. So we'll throw that in there. Um, what else do we do that saves time? Well, I think our. I'd, I'd say our weekly meeting has to do with that, but like really the thing that we do cover every week in the weekly meeting is our, our calendar. Ah, our calendar. Yes. Use of the calendar and adherence to the calendar. I am an avid overbooker <laughs> um, because I true. think I can do all of the things and that they can butt right up to each other. So Yeah, you're um, like, I don't even need to put 15 minutes in there for drive time. I'm just going to teleport and I'll right, be there. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, like I, I've i been better about running behind lately, but my calendar is really the one of the biggest things that saves time. So, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, how, do, how does that actually save you time? It allows me the capability of saying yes, no. Quickly. Quickly. Mm-hmm. I have time to do that or I don't have time to do that. No, I don't have that day available. Yes, I do have that day available. Um, so are you saying that by being able to make a quick decision, you are allowing yourself time in the long run because you're not meandering against should I, shouldn't I, yeah. can I, can I not? Absolutely. I mean, you think about the amount of people that are like, oh, you know what? Let me look and I'll get back to you. When you say... I'm a, I'm a commitment person, so I like to honor the commitments that I make. I think that, you know, when you tell someone you're going to do something, like you probably should do it. And so, what? yeah, I know, right? And it, it's awesome. it's amazing, like like we're habitually over committers, yeah. like, and and I am guilty of over committing a lot of times. But one of the things that 
um, that helps me with that is that if I if I have it on my calendar, it's a, and I, I've got the space, and you want that time. That's basically what you're asking for is you want this time. I can say yes. I can say no. It's in the calendar. And then it also, the time-saving piece for me really is one less commitment I have to make. If I say, Vina, you know what? I don't know. Let me get back with you. That's a commitment I've made to find out what else I have going on, find out where my priorities are, mm-hmm. and then I have to get back to you and tell you no, which... A lot of times people don't it's like another phone them. call, another text, yeah. another this. And I will say on the other end of this, God, I so appreciate a quick decision. When I invite somebody somewhere, just tell me yes or no. Right. Don't keep me hanging for two weeks. That drives right. me bonkers. Well, we'll tell you the day before. It's and like, it's no. like, no, that just means that like you may have something else cooler going on and you don't want to commit yet. So I love a quick decision. Yeah, which, which is totally so. cool. That's okay to have other plans. Like people understand. And I think nobody, like we live in this culture where nobody wants to say no because you're afraid of, I don't know what you're afraid of, like hurting someone else's feelings that you're not going to be able to attend whatever event it is. I know. It's weird. We we have this weird thing about saying no or whatever, but then it, it just makes us, yeah, just not ever know how to make a decision. So I think well, being organized, having the things in the calendar, being able to open it up, go, I can't, I can. Mm-hmm. And then you're done with it. It's off your brain. You don't have to think about it anymore. You don't have to go, oh, I really want to go, but I just, oh, I have this other thing and I don't know how to tell them. It's like, it's done. Right. That it's is gone. Calendar. I'm not even thinking about I, it anymore. That's usually the first thing I say is let me look at my calendar. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Let me check right now while I have you. Um, because I just want to give a yes or no answer right away. And we're pretty good about organizing our calendar with yeah. like, you have like in- intuitive and then I have mm-hmm. like, um, we have like our work. So like our, uh, you have your dream trust. Do one. I have a dream trust. Do I have like our personal? So if we have like a dinner or yep. something we need to go to, I put it in our personal. If it's, um, something for the condo up North, we have our collective work calendar mm-hmm. since it's a business we have together, then I can see where if Zach's got personal baseball or work. Mm-hmm. So we really know where each other's at most of the time, but we also will sit down once a week and I say, and the important part is yes. that we recap that once a week. Yes. So I, we can make sure like, okay, are you really doing this this week? Open up your calendar. Where are you going to be? Where am right. I going to be? So it's important to do that. We, we take that time to block off certain things too. Like mm-hmm. we select date night. Date night. That goes yeah. on there. Or like this week you had to have me watch Oliver on Friday. Yes. So I knew Oliver was coming to the office on Friday. Little office dog. Yeah, exactly. So things like that just allows me to quickly put things on or say yes or no, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, everybody's been in that situation where you're like, man, I really need to call this person back and let them know that I can't come to their birthday party. But I'm not going to do that right now. And then it sits on your mind for a week. And then it's the day before the birthday party you're supposed to be there. And the person's really pissed off because you just haven't told them yes or no. Yeah. Just, hey, I've got something on my calendar today. I'm really sorry I'm not going to make it. Where can I send a card? Boom. Done. Done. Off everybody's plate. Except for the card commitment that I just made. But that's still like I know directly right then and there. Oh, I have to take five minutes next time I'm in a store to pick a card for Mm so-and-so. And I even know you. I know that you'd probably put that in your calendar. Yeah. Like for the night, like I need to yep. get a card. <laughs> I keep a little checklist, a to-do to yeah. list. And, you know, it's just like when I'm conveniently corralled in certain areas or doing certain things, like I try to go through and, and nail those. So Cool. Which kind of 
takes us into tips and tricks, maybe? Tips and tricks. You know, it's so funny. I was just sitting here and I thought of a tip or trick and then it just went boof out of my mind, out of my mind. So some of the tips and tricks that like, like we apply, you know, this is a learning process too. So, you know, I'll use the example of the condo up north. Mm. There's one weekend where I got a ton of work done (laughs) up there and I was like, oh man, this is crazy. What I was doing, and I'm, I'm not suggesting that this is the work mode or work method for everybody, but what I was trying to do was really kind of pool my time. Um, as a guy, and I'm sure as a wife, you know that you know trips to Home Depot when you're doing home projects. Are plentiful. Are plentiful, right? They're every hour, it's Home Depot, yep. Home Depot, Home with, Depot. With the cost of gas, with the cost of my time, <laughs> all of that stuff, you know, it's like, okay, how do I maximize all of this, right? So what I was doing is I had a list of, let's say, five projects to do. I would start project one, get it to a point where I'm like, oh my God, I need this from Home Depot. Great. I can start project two. Like, I'm going to write it down. What mm-hmm. do I need? Go to project two, start it, get to a certain point and go, oh crap, I need to go to Home Depot again. Yep. So I write that down. Go to project three, finish it. Project four, finish it. Project five, I get held up again. Okay, cool. So I write that one down. So now I've got a list of things that I need to get from Home Depot. I've accomplished two of my tasks. I've gotten three of them to as far as I could possibly Mm go. Go to Home Depot, get the things I need, come back, repeat the steps. Basically, I was was able to accomplish tasks one, two, and five at that point. And I was done with one trip to Home Depot. Instead of three separate trips to Home Depot, if I stopped the project went to Home Depot and came back. So that was a huge time saver for me. And that's something that I just kind of picked up on. I know a lot of people do that kind of naturally when they're like, okay, when I go out, I have to go to Target. I have to go to Walmart. I have mm-hmm. to go to the grocery store. I have to do this, this, and this. And they make a, a, a schedule, like a loop. But basically, my takeaway from that experience up north was if I really just sit back and think about big picture of what I have to accomplish, it doesn't necessarily matter how I accomplish it, as long as it all gets done, yeah. how can I do it most efficiently? And yeah. that was the most efficient route for me. Just working efficiently. I mean, come on, wives. We all know how many trips the guys take to Home Depot. It's like every 30 seconds. <laughs> it's like it's usually just, every, it's every usually just a mental break. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's women too. If women are doing projects. So like, hey, ladies, if you guys are project people, I am not. But yeah. I'm sure the same thing happens to everybody. But I mean, it does... It does, it helps you save a ton of time. It makes my brain go a little crazy, but that's just the way I work. I like to like finish something and then move on. I don't like to leave open-ended things. But again, we're just talking about, <laughs> what? Are we talking about Oliver again and his yes, barking? Yes, I don't I know, know. We're sorry. He's being a goofball. But yeah, I don't like to leave like open-ended projects, so I get like nervous to like yeah. just move on to the next thing when one's not done. But that's everybody's different working methods. Right. So, but I can see how that was like super helpful for you and how you became more efficient. I think if I that. break it down like really simply, like I'm looking at it, like break it down to a test of like doing dishes, right? You're going to mm. do them by hand. Okay. So I need, I, I've got to do the dishes. So I put everything in the sink, turn on the water, you know, and reach for the soap. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have any soap. I'm going to go to the store, grab some soap. You get back to the house and you're like, Okay, got the soap. You're like, this is great. Put the soap on the dishes and you look for the sponge. Uh, don't have a sponge. Got to stop. Go back to the store, yeah. right? In the big picture, you go, I need to clean the dishes. So what do I need? What, what is that thing you used in cooking? Uh, what is that word? Oh, mise en place. Mise en place. Yes, I should know that. 
But mise en place, like have everything you need prepared. Have prepared. all your prepped food ready when you're making the meal. Yes, it makes you go more efficiently, mm -hmm. right? So basically, any task you do, is it is mise en place like a thing or is it like a state of like <laughs> like not like a state of being, but like like is it is it an act or is it like I have mise en place, like I have everything I need. I think when it's used in cooking, they say, do you have your mise en place? Like, like your things so in place. Thing. Like, okay. I think it's like your, you have your things in place. Are, is, are you organized? Do you have yes. your prep work? It's all your prep work. Yep. Like, so a lot of times sous chefs will do all the mise en place and then okay. the chefs can just put it all together. Right. Yes. So that's, that's so kind of what that is. So make sure you have your mise yeah. en place for... Which that's a, that's even a, a good thing, even when you're cooking dinner. Mm -hmm. Don't be like trying to chop the onion when it says add the onion. Do all that first and then cook the meal. Zach's I, bad at that. I like my on-the-fly souffle. Okay. <laughs> I know. I was like, Zach, this is going to be a very time-sensitive like thing. I think you should have your mise en place. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, actually, you did really good. Zach made a homemade souffle for the very first time ever, and it was really good. Yeah. So, ooh, we should make it another Cheese one. souffle. Cheese souffle. Um, what's something else that we do that's like a tip or trick? <sighs> oh, hmm. man. There's just so many things that we do throughout the day that, you know, are just kind of ingrained in us. But, um, you know, we think, I think frequently about, this is kind of a funny one, but like... <laughs> The gas station example of like, oh, it's a cent cheaper across the road. Oh God, I am not right? that person. Yeah, you're you're not. A lot of people are, and there's nothing wrong with that if if that if you need to do that. But for me, it's like, man, oh man, if I'm gonna turn around, take the time to turn around, and then I get, let's say I gotta take a left out of a certain place, yeah. right, instead of a right. Drive down the road. I if I save a penny a gallon, and my car takes twenty two gallons, I saved. Penny a gallon on 22. It's yeah. 22 cents. Yeah. Right? It wasn't worth the extra gas I just spent to turn the car <laughs> turn around. around. Well, even just the time, right? right. So it's, it's going to take an extra five, six, seven minutes to do all of that, right. you right. know? So, yeah, I definitely, and or even just search it out, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I passed that one, but I think the one down the street's going to be cheaper. Oh, but I think the one down the street's going to be cheaper, right. and then it's not, or it is. It's like, just go. If you yeah. need gas, just get gas. One of the hardest things for uh, right now is because gas is so expensive yes. that, that we do need to try to save where we can. Mm -hmm. So I'm taking, like, driving down the road I'm looking okay how much fuel do I have and what gas stations am I passing that I'm going to pass on the way back that are going to be the most cost efficient yeah do I need to stop now or do I need to stop when I'm on my way back so being mindful of that because I I drive about 35,000 miles a year so I'm on the road a lot so the more I can save the better but I'm also not spending extra time so just yes. being mindful of that when I'm going down the road um is is super helpful um because I don't want to be in the spot where I'm like Oh man, I got to put $5 in at $4.50 a gallon when, you know, 10 miles down the road, I can save 50 cents a gallon. Yeah. You know? And so, that's a huge difference. Yeah, that's so. a big difference. So I don't want to be, the, because that takes a lot of time to stop the car, put in $5, drive down the road, stop the car again, fill it up at that point to save the 50 cents a gallon. I just kind of want to be aware of, yeah. of where I could save the money. I mean, it, 
like even if you do see like really cheap gas somewhere and you have a half tank yeah, or three quarters of yeah. tank, just top it off because that's going to be better than mm-hmm. getting on empty and then go, having to make that decision at like, oh right. my gosh, now, it's, it's, yeah. now I'm going to have to put $90 in my tank instead of you could have just put $15 and then topped off when you right. saw it for cheap. So yep. just little like things like that to think so that's, about. That's time saving and, and money saving a little bit there, which yeah. is nice. Do we want to talk about travel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, yeah, I think travel is, is a big one. So um, I've got a trip in June coming up with some friends of mine that we're, we're going to do. Um, and we were talking about like logistics and we're flying into a small airport. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, oh, we could fly directly there. We could, for, and it's cheaper to fly directly there, which is great. Um, it's just not the airline of my choosing. Um, I know it's hard for you. I know, but it's okay. <laughs> and so, like, the other guys were like, well, we could fly to um, the larger the larger airport. airport. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And because I can get free check bags for everybody on that one. And I'm like, well, I'm like, if it's the money, it's one thing. But I'm like, if it's the time, it's going to cost us four extra hours on a of one a weekend, weekend trip. trip. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to sacrifice the four hours for that. Let's just pay for the bags. Let's fly the small airline into the small airport, get to our destination, go. So, because, I mean, I don't have unlimited PTO. And I, yeah. I know even people that do don't always get it approved. So, yeah. how do we maximize the time that we're spending in the ways, especially where we want to spend it? Like, I want to spend time with these guys. I don't want to spend time extra time traveling. Yeah. So, let's get to the destination and hang out. Four extra hours is another meal together. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah. I will also say with travel, some a rule that we set probably a couple years ago is that if a road trip is over four hours, yep. we are flying. We fly. Because honestly, like you can get, like for Zach personally or for me, if we're working, if we're mm-hmm. working on our laptops or Zach's got invoicing to do or whatever it may be, you can't do that when you're driving. Like, but you can do that maybe in the airport or on the airplane and four hours, that's a, if you're driving six, seven, eight hours, that's a long time. Like you're going to spend less time than that in the airport. Right. So that's, that's just kind of a rule we set a long time ago. If the road trip is over four hours, we're jumping in a plane. Yep. If you, I mean, and obviously that's not feasible for everybody, but there's some good deals on airplanes. I mean, not right now. That's kind of a little hard, (laughs) but I mean, for a while there was like, you could get a one-way ticket for like $89. Remember yeah, Southwest yeah. used to do that. Yeah, back in the day. All the time. So, I mean, you can sometimes find some good flights out of some smaller airports, things right. like that. Um, and that's another something that we do as well is like when we get to the airport, we usually park right at the gate is like where yeah. we park because I don't want to spend an hour and a half parking down at like the waiting, one of the dot yeah you know parking waiting for the shuttle yeah getting in the shuttle picking other people up like i don't want to don't want to do that i want to maximize my time on the no travel. i mean that is money yeah. um you know but having saving time there would be having somebody to take you to the airport right. and drop you off at the door right. instead of going through all that hassle of the shuttles like that is so much time right. and then it's like oh there's a shuttle coming in 15 minutes we got to be on it and then right. we have to stop at all these other places yeah. like that's when i'm traveling well, i actually get nervous when zach knows this like i want things to run very smoothly because i don't like love flying so i want things to go very smooth so i all those extra 
um, things yeah. that could happen between a shuttle and this the airport yeah. makes me too nervous. Like, I just want to be there. Right. I want to be there. I want to see my gate. Then I want to go have a drink. And then I want to get on the airplane. Yep. <laughs> so. It's funny. Yeah, you know, and you brought up money there. And it's we're, today's topic is is time and how do we maximize time. And sometimes we do spend a little more to save the time. Yes. But one of the things that I like to point out about saving the time is that really the value you get out of that is how you choose to spend it, whether it's quality time with a person. Yes. Or it could be a side hustle that you're starting up. Yeah. Right? Like all of these time-saving things that we do from cleaning the house to mowing the lawn to doing those extra hours were spent into our our, our condo project, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Which now we've built, we've put in six months of really hard work for that. And now we've got the stream, hopefully, of passive income <laughs> yes. coming in. So we have that time back. But some of the what we spent extra on having these things done allowed us to create that space to have this extra income. So it kind of can pay off in its own way, depending on how you choose to spend that time that you've you've spent money on. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I hear, well, I just don't have time, I just don't have time, I just don't have time to do all those things. And it's like, at the end of the day, first of all, there's plenty of things that we're doing that's sucking our time. We won't even get into that, like social media, TikTok scrolling, all that fun stuff, which I get sucked into too, shows. Like, there's a lot of places we have time, but... It's the old concept of you have to spend money to make money a lot of times. And Mm -hmm. that's something that we really, it resonates with us. So if I have to spend an extra $5 on my grocery bill or $10 for a tip for somebody to deliver my groceries so I can sit down and work on a social media um, thing for my coaching business or if I need to Mm -hmm. call five or six contractors and I'm waiting for callbacks and I don't want to be at the grocery store while I'm waiting for that. Like... It's worth that 10 extra dollars to me so I can hustle out and do the things I need to do that are going to make me money. Exactly. Period. Exactly. So, I mean, or, you know, like, like, kind of like I said, like people value different things. Like we are always busy. We're always in different projects and things like that. Um, But it might just be time with your kids. I'm telling you, my time with, with my husband is extremely valuable. Right. Like, I could be mowing the lawn right now. Oh, God. But I'm doing this podcast, spending time with You'll you. You'll never right? do it. You'll never mow the lawn a day in your life. I, yes, that is a promise. Didn't one day, like, you were like, I just want to buy a lawnmower. <laughs> did you say that I recently? Did. I did. I was like, I think I'm going to buy a lawnmower so I can sit in the garage. <laughs> I was like, I think that's a dumb idea. But yes, I mean, for for Zach and I, it's time together. It's time with friends. It's time with family. Mm -hmm. I um, have opened up a ton of time at work by working more efficiently at the salon. And that allows me to be able to go spend time with my parents. They're aging. They're getting older. Like, I want to go over and sit and play cards with my mom and dad. I don't want to be at work all the time. That is your biggest win ever. It is my biggest win. It's my biggest flex. That's what it's called. Nowadays. Flex? Yeah. That's your biggest flex. Oh, really? Zach God, doesn't I'm know so the terminology. I don't know Sharon. I don't know flex. I don't know <laughs> the world. That's my biggest flex yeah. is that I took. It's um, funny. What was it? 71 less days off my schedule. Yeah. And made more money. And made more money. <laughs> It's so, incredible. That's a whole other podcast. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah, you yeah. Should, I shouldn't have talked at all about time. That should have just been you. Yeah, I mean, but it was just—it was about being more efficient with yeah. my work. Now, I don't work in a corporate industry. Right. I work somewhere where 
I can control how much money I make. Right. Right. It, to an extent. Like, yeah. I can control how much money I make by how many hours I work or don't work, how much time I decide to take off or not take off, how many people I decide to schedule in a day. So I'm in control of that. Um, so for me, I just was like, wait, I'm not working very efficiently here. How can I do this in a better manner? And it really panned out well for me. To the tune of 71 days. I mean, that's 71 days. That's two 40-minute drives a day for 71 days. So how much time did I save myself it's in gas on the road? Day. You saved yourself a lot. two weeks of travel, like two 40-hour work weeks of yeah. travel time. That I got to just do whatever I wanted to, like run a, mm-hmm. a coaching business, start a real estate project, hang out with my mom, take naps with my dog. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, time. Just reevaluate what you're doing sometimes. Yeah. Time management is huge. Definitely. So. Cool. Well, awesome. thanks for listening to us talk about time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not listening to Cher. I'm going to blast that because now Zach has to listen to the whole song. So that's going to nope. you know, happen. Nope. I wonder if I could put a song. I think you can connect Spotify to the podcast episode. Oh, that might no. happen. Maybe during our little Oliver break, I'll put it in the well, middle. With all of the time that you have. <laughs> with all the time I have extra today. Well, I hope to... Listen, it's a Saturday morning for us, but wherever Mm -hmm. you're at, we hope you have a beautiful day. Hopefully the weather's great and start thinking about ways you can save time. Bye, guys. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. Zach and I appreciate every single listen. Um, We love talking about food and traveling and all those fun things, so we... We love your support. And if you could do us one little favor, if you could leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on, that would be so awesome. And don't forget to hit that little subscribe button up top as well. Thanks, guys.